Philip Bateman from the interview here with Liam Foley, founder of Kenshi Candles. And we're going to have a chat about creating a business to support charity. I dare say that's what you've done here. Would that be the case? Yeah. So Kenshi Candles are all about turning a uh, expense people are already making, um, which is not only candles, but also gifts. Mm. And using the money those people are already spending to raise money for causes people are really passionate about. Um, yes, yeah, so that's basically yeah what Kenji Candles is all about. Wonderful. And when we say raising money, are we talking like selling a box of cookies money? What sort of volume are you doing? Uh, well, in the last year, Kenji Candles was sort of directly through selling candles, not only on our website, but also for um, schools or charities that sell the candles to uh, help fundraise for their causes. We've raised about over $25,000 and that's gone directly for causes uh, around Melbourne but also in other sort of third world countries where it's needed most. Um, Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. And at what point were you sitting down thinking, like, whose permission did you need to start a charity business? Well, I guess that's probably uh, one of the reasons I got into it that I didn't really think I needed anyone's permission, I guess. Uh, When I first started uh, with Kenshi Candles about 18 months ago, um, it was really, I just, I'd read a few books um, about Daniel Flynn about Thank You um, Mm -hmm. and another guy who made the shoes in America um, that, they're called Tom's um, and basically I was, yeah, I'd read a few books about this sort of whole idea of uh, social enterprises mm-hmm. and how you can turn money people are already spending to raise money uh, instead mm-hmm. of just, yeah, donating. Um, mm-hmm. You can turn, yeah, regular expenses into actually something meaningful. So that was sort of the idea, um, yeah, which was combined with candles. Yeah. So rather than trying to harvest a percentage of the people who are already donating uh, who is a, f- is a fixed community of people who are donating out there, you look at revenue people are already spending and then redirect it into profitable enterprise. Well, sorry, charitable, beneficial enterprise. Yeah, yeah, that's the idea. Um, pretty much people are already spending um, however many hundreds or thousands of dollars a year on gifts um, and we can, if we can just... Uh, move a fraction of that expenditure into these candles where the profit is going to causes that are actually meaningful, we can raise a lot of money. And yeah, that's the idea. And when you say meaningful causes, what specific cause is this enterprise directly related to? Well, at the moment, we're, we've sort of worked with a few causes. And uh, in the last year we've been partnering with the Chin community from Myanmar. Um, We've been working with their community here in Melbourne um, to not only make the candles um, here where we are right now but also to sell the candles to raise money um, which goes right back directly to their community in Chin State, Myanmar where it's needed most. Um, The big issue sort of with Chin State is it's been a, a, cl- a closed country for so long um, and it's such an isolated place that there's so much need there at the moment uh, and that's what these candles we're yeah, raising money for at the moment is being able to send that money directly to the source and really without needing to go through 
different charities where they take percentages. It's just going directly there to be at, to where it's needed. Uh, yeah, and that's because of your, the direct involvement of some of the sort of most well recognised or most supportive Chin citizens in Victoria that are being a part of your process. Is that the case? Yeah, yeah. So our um, work with Jacob um, and uh, Boy here in Melbourne. Um, so they're members yeah, of the Chin community uh, just in Melbourne um, and they've come from Chin State in Myanmar after a long process of being uh, persecuted because of who they are and they've eventually ended up here and now we're trying to help the, the people that are still in Chin State that are still in need. And are there any specific examples of projects the funding is going towards, any you know of or that you're particularly excited about, I think fences you mentioned? Yeah. So uh, at the moment where a major problem in Myanmar is that we've got lots of sort of wild animals that are basically running around um, and eating crops. Mm. So most of the food will come from um, farmers that are growing it. Mm. But the problem is that these are being trampled on and eaten by sort of wildlife in the area. Mm-hmm. So right at the moment, the money that we're raising uh, is going towards building a fence, which is going to be able to keep the, the wildlife out and ensure that we can grow food in Myanmar uh, and it can be a sort of self-sustaining system. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And please do look into the other videos we'll be filming with other members of Kenshi Candles because as far as I'm aware, anecdotally, uh, Myanmar is essentially a lot of the people in Chin State haven't seen uh, white people or, you know, Australians since uh, the end of World War II when the company was uh, the country was taken over post-colonialism uh, via a military government who then said that no foreigners are allowed into the ethnic minority areas. And so there is a total lack of infrastructure, roads, electricity, all the common things you would associate with your day-to-day life and a direct channel to getting funding to these people by people from that geography is to engage in this process of buying great gifts and you've built a better candle? What's, yeah. going, what's going on there? Well, uh, it was no uh, short process and I think I was probably a bit naive when I first got started making candles. Great place to start from. Yeah, I thought I would be pretty easy to just jump online and uh, work together a candle um, and it would just sell online. That was my first sort of thought but yeah it's really quite a process of multiple months of prototypes and testing different wax different scent volumes different wicks um, different amount of wicks you can have one or multiple wicks uh, and all these things that go into making a candle that actually burns properly it doesn't burn uh, too shallow and it doesn't burn all the way out and you get all suit on the sort of outside of the jar. Um, so, yeah, and that's what most of the other sort of candle companies you'll see is it's easy to do that um, with a sort of individual candle but once you go into mass producing um, candles, lots of the bigger companies are trying to maximise profits and they take shortcuts mm. And, yeah, that's basically what we've tried to make a, yeah, a candle that actually works um, how it's supposed to and is as good as any other candle out there. So you've got revenue, you've got a team making things, you've got customers to satisfy, you're giving away 
your profits to charity. What have you learned about business over the last year and a half? Yeah, well, it's been quite a sort of, uh, I guess, really just been put into it um, and had to learn any, everything on the run, I guess. Um, but, yeah, learn a lot about how um, how s- sales works, I guess, and how people are sort of motivated um, and really, yeah, learn a lot about how people people want to help um, and people see people that are in need, uh, especially, say, in third world countries. Mm-hmm. And you hear stories about everyone who's, uh, you know, people starving here or in need everywhere around the world. But it's hard to actually do something to help those people. So that's, yeah, basically what I guess Kenshi Candles is trying to do. It's trying to make an easy way for people that see that need and want to help. Um, and it's an easy way for them to actually get involved um, and do something without having to make any like massive sacrifices in their life. Uh, yeah. And what resources did you need to get started? Did you have like 50 grand in the bank or how did yeah. you, you know, because um, I know there's people out there thinking, oh, maybe I could do that. Though they're going, but I don't have, what did you, what do you need to really do something like this? Yeah. Well, I, when it started, when we started Kenshi Candles about 18 months ago, now it was really completely from scratch. Um, I think I had about $500 originally, um, which just went towards getting some jars in from all these different suppliers and uh, just basically, yeah, testing um, candles mm-hmm. and different jars and different waxes. And then there was sort of, yeah, there was no major, I guess, um, anything that went into it and it was really a gradual process of then going to friends and family um, and asking for feedback and sort of growing from there, I guess, word of mouth really. Uh, Yeah. So for people out there who are considering young people out there who want to change the world, what would your message be to them? I think um, the most important thing is to just do it. Um, Really there's a lot of... um, you can talk about doing things for forever, but that doesn't actually uh, change anything. So, yeah, it's really no matter what, um, if you just go have a go um, and you can just change things on the run. Hmm. And this is one thing you wanted people to know in the world about Kenshi Candles. What would you share? Uh, I think that if you're looking for a way to help um, people that are really in need, um, and to raise money for something you're passionate about, then Kenshi candles are a perfect, uh, yeah, they're a perfect way to do that without having to pressure friends and family asking for donations or having big events. Uh, Kenshi candles are a way for you to um, approach friends and family um, or just uh, buy Kenshi candles yourself um, and support a cause you believe in through money you would have spent anyway. Thank you very much. Thank you.